This is You Have What It Takes, a podcast with Jill Ng, and this is a mindfulness moment. Mindfulness is allowing your body, your mind, to all come to a standstill. Taking a moment to be mindful helps you be present in your environment and not be overly reactive to the things that are happening around you. Taking time to be mindful helps you process things that you're learning. And so that's exactly what we're going to do in these mindfulness moments so that you can apply new things and practices without overwhelming yourself. Let's get started. In today's mindfulness moment, we're going to read How to Hug a Porcupine. We're not going to read the whole thing. It's pretty long and extensive, but I'm going to read a couple pieces for you. The premise is that people that are resistant to love often are like a porcupine. Part two is a basic guide to understanding porcupines. I'm going to give you some of these tidbits that I found really helpful so that you can love your kids when they become porcupines a little bit better. To find a link to this book, you can head to the Evermore Collective slash resources. On page 11, it says, What follows are some specific techniques to help you not only survive, but thrive in your encounters with human porcupines. No matter where you encounter a porcupine, whether you are meeting him for the first time or have known her for years, having some reliable strategies in your back pocket can make all the difference in the world. With knowledge and right attitude on your side, you can not only make the best out of a bad situation, but with practice, learn how to avoid painful spots altogether. Here are ways to cope with a prickly porcupine with humor, wisdom, and practicality. Page 12 says, learn your porcupine's warning signs. For human porcupines, their quills are most often their words delivered aggressively with fierce language and often in loud voice. Learn to recognize these warning signs so that you can be one step ahead when your porcupine gets aggressive. On page 13, it says, A porcupine's defensive behavior can be contagious. During a disagreement with a porcupine, many people will resort to their own defensive mode. Don't! There is a very big difference between trying to understand what is bothering your porcupine and getting into a big fight. So... Take a step back, take a deep breath, and try again. Don't let your own quills get the best of you. Page 14. Respect your porcupine's boundaries. The attack of a porcupine is a last resort of a frightened, cornered creature trying to keep the threat at bay. We should always remember this, because a porcupine often attacks out of fear. Respecting his boundaries will keep him from lashing out. Page 15. Consider your porcupine's real needs and fears. It's important to remember that human porcupines, like porcupets, are born soft, but bad experiences, fears, and failed relationships have forced them to harden their exteriors and sharpen their quills. We should keep in mind that a porcupine's quills, the result of past injuries, are a part of who the porcupine is, and they aren't necessarily meant to hurt us. This perspective helps us relate to the porcupine and provides us with an understanding we need to successfully approach her. Page 16. Find that soft spot. Even porcupines have soft spots, their belly. Keep in mind that although it may require some close attention and careful strategy, you can find your human porcupine's emotional soft spot. This will be a topic that, no matter what, brings a smile to his face 
and makes him feel good whenever he talks about it. It could include a passion, a favorite hobby, or anecdotes about a loved one. Learn what subject makes your porcupine feel joyful and bring them up. You'll make him feel special, and he'll see that you really care about how his life is going. Page 18. Pay attention. A lot of attention. If you know your porcupine doesn't like loud music or spicy foods, then exposing her to either one is just asking for trouble. Sometimes avoiding conflict can make a world of difference. Page 21. Try to speak porcupine. The best way to deal with a defensive person is to try to get him to talk about what gets his quills up. Often the best way to do that is tell your porcupine what gets your quills up. Speaking porcupine in this way will show him that you can relate to what he is going through and frustration he may be experiencing. Page 23. Keep a safe distance. Don't rush towards a porcupine's quills unless you are prepared to handle the encounter. Remember, quills can't hurt unless you run up against them. Learn how to avoid rushing onto or against your porcupine's quills until you're ready or until he has calmed down a little. Page 24. Don't take it personally. Chances are, your porcupine's sour mood, though triggered by you, has little or nothing to do with you. The more you recognize a porcupine's aggressive behavior is really about your porcupine figuring out her own issues, the more energy you will have to find a solution that works best for the both of you. Page 26. Deflect and attack with kindness. Porcupines attack when they feel threatened, so in order to deflect that defensiveness, try a little kindness instead. By using kind words and expressing a generous and caring attitude, we can diffuse the porcupine's apprehensions. Once he knows you're not a threat, your porcupine will retract his quills and peace can be restored. Page 31. Be thick-skinned and cold-blooded. If you are thin-skinned, you will feel every prick of your porcupine's anxiety. Try to be thick-skinned instead, and don't react off the cuff. Instead, go slow. Be a tortoise. Your porcupine will burn up through her energy quickly, and once he does, you will be on top. Slow and steady wins the race. Page 36. Give your porcupine time. Your porcupine's needs and fears go way back. Uncovering them and dealing with them is a time-consuming process. Don't rush things. Take the time that is needed. Your patience will be reassuring. Page 37. First, deal with your porcupine's feelings, then with the problems. Too often, we focus on behavior instead of the motivations behind that behavior. This is a crucial mistake for it's, in fact, the motivation behind action that most needs to be addressed. When confronting your porcupine, consider his motivation first. Was he feeling afraid prior to acting out? If so, what made him feel that way? Thinking along these lines will help you ascertain how you can make him feel less threatened in the future. Don't forget, the porcupine's defensiveness is an emotional reaction. Diffuse the emotions, and you'll diffuse the reaction. And finally... Our last one for today is page 43. Don't try to win. There are no winners and losers in relationship. The same goes for discussions with your porcupine. If you're trying to win, you're sure to lose. This doesn't mean that there's no such thing as a victory when it comes to relationships with porcupines. Any discussion that promotes honesty, openness, and willingness to talk and change is a victory for you and your porcupine. After all, you are a team. Remember, you can find this book on theevermorecollective.com slash resources. 
I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. There are so many great little snippets of hilarity, encouragement, and great reminders to just look at a couple a day and remember why we're loving porcupines in the first place. This has been your mindfulness moment. Thanks for hanging out and we'll talk soon. You Have What It Takes, a podcast has been recorded by me, Jill Ng of the Evermore Collective. Please check out our website for more podcast episodes, printables, or books referred to on the podcast, and for more resources at theevermorecollective.com. A special shout out to Anchor and Audacity for their free podcast recording and editing software. I'd also like to thank my friend Jake, who allowed me to use his sweet podcast setup to bring you these episodes. Thanks for taking the time to discuss loving others well and showing them their great value. Let's chat again soon. Until next time, remember that you do. You have what it takes.